When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Well, after we went off the air yesterday, Kevin McCarthy was removed. There is going to be a new speaker selected. Chaos has broken out. In the House of Representatives on some level, we will try to make sense of that chaos with all of you throughout the course of today's program. We have got invites out to several members of the House of Representatives who may be coming on with us. We'll certainly give you a heads up if and when those interviews are confirmed. There is a lot of moving uh, parts here right now as the news continues to shift in real time as to who exactly is going to be. Uh, the uh, the next member of the House of Representatives, uh, Speaker of the House fraternity. A um, little bit of news that just broke. Jim Jordan has announced that he will be a candidate for Speaker of the House. I would bet, if I were betting right now, Buck, that the next Speaker of the House will now be Jim Jordan because he founded the Freedom Caucus. Many of the people who have been opposed to Kevin McCarthy are members of that caucus. Jim Jordan did not seek the Speaker's office prior to now. Uh, he's been on this program a lot. He's a friend of mine. I like him a lot personally. I think he would do a good job. He is a fighter. I think that could help to put to rest the uh, revolution inside of the Republican Party in the short term. Is that the right word? I don't know. Eight members of the of the Republican caucus, representing 4% of the overall membership, voted out Kevin McCarthy, presumably that same power will exist going forward uh, until we have a decision made in 2024 about what comes next. My big issue, Buck, and I'm curious how you would uh, assess this, 
My big issue is this. This is a distraction that takes away from the failures of the Biden administration. And I don't think most Americans who are trying to make a decision in 13 months whom to vote for are sitting around worried about who the Speaker of the House is. They're worried about inflation. They're worried about mortgage rates on the 30-year getting close to 8%. The fact that the stock market is a mess and their 401ks haven't increased in any sort of value at all since Joe Biden became president. In fact, they're down based on inflation. They're worried about what gas prices are, what grocery prices are. And who the Speaker of the House is does not register near the top of the list, but it's a distraction. The media covers it. And as a result, what happens at the southern border, crime, all of the failures of the Biden administration are ignored in favor of Republican Party chaos. How would you assess it? That's my biggest concern as we sit here speakerless uh, in, into early October. I, I think it's it's early for us to really know uh, what the outcome is. Um, meaning what the long, the longer shot, longer term reality here is going to be. Um, you know, I, I agree with your sentiment that this is not a focus on the failures of Democrats, the Biden administration. I, I, I have concerns generally about intramural fighting among Republicans. You know, I, I think that, look, there's always going to be some of that. It's politics. I get it. But at this level, um, it, it feels like there was a decision that was made by a few to wield the power that they had in a way that was um, surprisingly effective or perhaps a surprise some people that such a small group could accomplish uh, such a seismic shift inside of the Congress. And as long as we don't get, remember we talked about this yesterday, as long as we don't get, you raise the possibility of a Democrat speaker or something crazy like that, but that's, I don't think anyone believes that's going to happen, um, given the people who are in the mix right now and who are being talked about as as possibilities here. So with all of that in mind, um, I think we're in a place where, as we see this right now, it's it could all work out. I mean, I think Jim Jordan, um, I think that some of the other names that are being floated here are strong conservatives who understand how the House works, who understands these operations. And it'll all be fine. You know what I mean? That's that's how I see. I try to look at the bright side of this one. Um, you know, what was the purpose that Gates accomplished in this whole process? Uh, everyone now is also saying what we said yesterday, which is that there's something very personal here. Gates does not like uh, Kevin McCarthy. And I think the feeling is quite mutual. And so it's in that reality. It's in that world that we see this continuing to play out. Um, that's what I, that's how I, I feel about it. Clay. I, I feel like. It's uh, a lot. It's it's a lot of people going back and forth over how to break the system. You're seeing that people talking about, oh, this is gonna, yeah. you know, we're gonna break the system. Well, not really. I mean, you're gonna replace one speaker with another speaker, and hopefully the next speaker will be better. I mean, I think people can disagree as to whether Kevin McCarthy was actually uh, coming through with what he said he would. Um, you know, he, like I said yesterday, he came out initially doing, I think, things that a lot of people in the base, a lot of conservatives really liked. So that's kind of how I see it. So my concern is, and this is a sports analogy that I think makes a lot of sense, when you fire a head coach, you don't get to change the players. So the fact that we have a five-seat majority in the House of Representatives, by its very nature, limits what you are able to accomplish, especially because there's a big difference between, say, where I live, a Tennessee Republican, 
and a New York Republican or a California Republican. Everybody's district is quite a bit different. And if you're in a district that could swing either way, your political reality is different than somebody who is in a very safe district. And I think one of the challenges the House has had in general, and this is over the last 30 years or so, is both parties have been very adroit at creating safe districts. So if you're in a Republican district, you have no fear of a Democrat ever beating you. And if you're in a Democrat district, you have no fear of a Republican ever uh, beating you. And as a result, that is going to create, I think, more Republican districts and more Democrat districts because it's really the primary that decides. And if you're further left or you're further right, you have a lot of ability to win those races. And the number of actual toss-up House seats, and there's 435, Buck, I think it's down to like 60 or 70 that might even be able, only about 10% or 15% of all House districts are even able to go one direction or the other, you know, barring some sort of massive wave uh, that, that transforms uh, for a short period of time the makeup of the House. And so... That in and of itself, I think, is a reality. And then you also toss in, look, Democrats control the Senate and Democrats control the White House. I think you have to be cognizant of what is actually possible. Now, if there is someone who will be better liked across the entire Republican spectrum than Kevin McCarthy, I would welcome it. But I would say this sideshow, this charade I want to be over sooner rather than later because we're letting Biden off the hook when the storyline is Republican incompetence. And I would also say this, Buck. Democrats don't do this. Democrats don't air their dirty laundry in public. And I would just ask everybody out there to think about this. The media certainly aids and abets in trying to keep Democrat feuds from going public. But very rarely do you see a public uh, uh, attack on Democrat leaders being led by Democrats. I don't know how they managed to do it. Nancy Pelosi was very skilled. She didn't have a very substantial majority for much of her tenure as Speaker. For the most part, none of this stuff ever went public. Um, I don't think it's helpful to the party as a whole to have a civil war, so to speak, breaking out on a regular basis about whether you're a real Republican or not, which seems to happen all the time. And certainly it's magnified right now, Buck, because in addition to the fight that's going on in the House of Representatives, you've got the decision over who the representative is going to be uh, for the uh, for the Republican Party in the presidential race. And as you pointed out, RFK Jr. basically just got snowed under. The Democrats said, we're not going to allow this to be a distraction. They are... A, uh, a party that stays committed to its leadership. I just think it's worth contemplating why it is that Republicans always seem to be fighting inside of the party and Democrats almost never seem to be doing it. Do you agree with that? Like, you don't see public spats like this emerge very often with Democrats. Certainly not on the congressional side. I think part of that might be because of Nancy Pelosi and the iron grip that she wielded on Congress for so yeah. long. Um, I also think uh, you do have to remember the Bernie-Hillary schism was a very real thing for a while. So there are times uh, at which Democrats, or there are times during which Democrats are uh, clearly um, at each other's throats. 
but tends to be more around the presidential cycles. I, I don't really see it the same way in terms of congressional struggles. And I, that may just be a function of Pelosi and Schumer are accepted as their leadership. You know, there was a moment there where AOC was starting to get a little... Uh, but Pelosi, like, slapped her down pretty quickly. Yes. She was like, yeah, she has no influence in this party. But th- that's what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, there was a moment where AOC decided that she was going to be a little bit more, you know, assertive within Congress. But at, at the end of the day, um, it didn't really, you know... Yeah. She said, I think if I remember correctly, Nancy Pelosi said she has one vote. And yes, you're right. I mean, in Republican or Democrat primary season for the nomination, it's kind of hard not to fight because you're battling over famously Kamala Harris called Joe Biden a racist and then he picked her to be the vice president. I mean, I, I mean, I, it's a, they'll even paper over that, which it seems like basically the worst accusation you could hurl at anybody, uh, in the Democrat party where in theory, uh, not being racist is pretty much the only thing that they believe uh, that, that they stand for, basically, all the way through with identity politics, even though that's a new form of racism, which is its own pernicious uh, virus, I think, that is attacked. But we are going to potentially have some of the, 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 the individuals who factor in in this debate. We should also mention, has Steve Scalise officially announced that he is going to run, Buck? I'm trying to keep up with all of this or not. We talked about he's the number two right now. And the challenge certainly that he is dealing with is he's fighting cancer. I don't know what his health condition is, but Jim Jordan, as we just said, literally, I think like 10 minutes ago, right before we came on the air, uh, released a statement saying he would stand for Speaker of the House. And there have been a lot of people trying to draft him for some time. He was actually, um, an ally in, in, in some ways of Speaker Kevin McCarthy who is no longer the speaker. So we'll open up phone lines, by the way. You guys may have strong takes on this uh, as well, uh, 800-282-2882. Um, but in the meantime, Buck, the plan is, my understanding, Wednesday will be the vote, one week from today, where Republicans will pick a new Speaker of the House. So one week from today, in the meantime, you can expect one week worth of high drama, lots of leaks, Lots of stories about where the votes may be, uh, and then we'll see what the horse trading actually looks like or whether a consensus candidate does emerge, uh, from all of this, uh, current chaos. Do you think, do you think it will be chaotic on Wednesday or do you think by Wednesday most Republicans will have gathered behind one candidate and made the decision of who they want? I think by Wednesday they will have gathered behind somebody and, and we'll, we'll get past this. I mean, there was that initial period where there was the fight over the speaker and all the rest of it. But, you know, by Wednesday, I think I'm sorry, you know, by uh, Wednesday of next in, week, in theory, yeah, would be the day. In, in short order, there. I think this will be this will be settled and we'll be thinking about the big issues affecting the country right now that I think everybody needs to be focused on, uh, which is what we try to talk about here day in and day out. Not so much. the Look, the, it's a political show, so we got to do the inner workings of politics. But you get what I'm saying. No doubt. Um, and I think there's a good chance that now that Jim Jordan has officially announced that many will coalesce behind him. But we'll update you as the course of this show continues and certainly over the next couple of days as the drama continues to build and maybe some chaos continues to spill out. Imagine your local utility company choosing to give you 50% more electricity every month without charging you for it. That'd be a pretty welcome gift, right? 
Same thing actually happened this summer for Pure Talk customers, the cell phone company so many in this audience now rely on. They increased the monthly data usage on their cell phone service plans by 50% without increasing their monthly cost. This is great news for new and current Pure Talk customers. Not only did they add 50% data, but they also added a mobile hotspot with each plan. No price increases whatsoever. Still just 20 bucks a month for unlimited talk text. Now 50% more 5G data plus a mobile hotspot, just 20 bucks a month. Most families saving almost $1,000 a year with Pure Talk. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck to make the switch to Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250 and say Clay and Buck and make the switch to Pure Talk today. From the front lines of freedom and truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. 
Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Just a heads up to everybody here. Not getting too deep into politics on this one. There's going to be an emergency alert system test that will hit your phone today. Everyone's phones are going to be hit with an emergency alert test at 2.20 Eastern. So we will be on the air, and I guess all of our phones are are going to get uh, metaphorically blown up. That's going to be a thing that happens. And, uh, Clay, I, I think that, you know, this is one of those moments where um, – can you turn this off? Is this possible to uh, to avoid this, or is this just like your phone? I don't know how this works. I just think back to what happened in Florida – when they tested the emergency alert system. Oh, you system, lost your mind over that. And I lost my mind over it because it was at like three o'clock in the morning or something. So I wasn't the only one. And I, I, you know, to his credit, Governor DeSantis, I think dealt with that swiftly dealt with that situation. I, here's all I know. And this may make me an awful person. I know that I managed to turn off all the amber alerts on my phone. So I figure that if there's a kid missing, in the vicinity where I live that I will hear about it without needing to be alerted on my phone. I don't know if I've been able to turn off the emergency alerts, but again, I figure if there's a major emergency, given the fact that we work in the media, it's unlikely it's going to sneak up on me, right? Uh, I live in uh tornado uh, territory, right? There's never a time where I'm like, oh, man, I had no idea that there might be tornadoes. I mean, like, I'm aware of what the weather conditions are going to be. Um, so I don't have any alerts that I'm aware of turned on my phone. And this is, like, I don't get a I, – actually, I take that back. Do you have, like, push notifications on your phone? Do you get sent, uh, like, anything from apps or anything like that? No, I, I try to turn all of them off. The only one I allow is the Wall Street Journal. So I have every other alert of an app that I have on my phone turned off. I trust the Wall Street Journal to give me news that I actually need that I might otherwise miss. And it doesn't happen very often. But that's the only push notification I think I have allowed on my phone. Uh, otherwise, like, I, I don't know anything. If you send me a, you know, uh, Instagram message or something, I have no idea till I go in, you know, once a day or whatever and scroll through messages. But, uh, I, I'm actually curious to see whether my phone goes off, and I'm also just thankful that it's not going to happen in the middle of the night because I don't know what you would do. I mean, based on what happened with the Florida emergency alert buck, if this thing went off at 3 a.m., like you would, uh, I, I mean, the, the United States government would be uh, would be in for hell. Well, the, the government, the federal government these days gets enough enough rough stuff from me as it is, so this would yeah, not be that's a good point. Not be the first time, uh, but anyway, I just thought it's interesting that during our show today that will be going out there and uh clay you know the government always manages to find ways to spend your money unnecessarily and to annoy you more than it has to something you can count on <laughs> that's you know for sure. there's something out there called the secret royalty program just by talking about it here it's no longer going to be a secret though it's an irs loophole that allows for americans to collect thousands of dollars or more in payouts every year the publication business insider writes that this opportunity could provide and i quote Enough money to live off of each year without having any other retirement plan. There are no age or income requirements. It's available to anyone 18 or older. There are no employment requirements. You can be working or retired. And the best part is you never have to shop online with a certain mega retailer. 
The deadline to collect, uh, collect the next payout is just a few months away. It only takes a few minutes to get started. So here's what you got to do. Visit SecretRoyaltyProgram.com now. Again, go check out SecretRoyaltyProgram.com before this upcoming deadline. SecretRoyaltyProgram.com, paid for by Wide Moat Research. Welcome back in. Uh, we got some clips. I would say some hot take commentary surrounding the speaker battle. I want to play some of this just so you guys have an indication of what exactly is going on. Newt Gingrich said the eight guys who voted against McCarthy are traitors. Listen to this. Well, think about what we saw today. Four percent, four percent decided they were so morally superior, so intellectually pure, so patriotically better that they would side with the Democrats. And that's what they did in order to defeat the entire Republican House caucus. Ninety six percent of the Republicans voted for McCarthy. Four percent voted against him. From my position as a longtime Republican activist, they're traitors. All eight of them should, in fact, be primaried. They should all be driven out of public life. What they did was to go to the other team to cause total chaos. So does does this make Newt Gingrich a rhino? Because I'm seeing a lot of the the rhino talk getting thrown around on this I, one. Pete, look, I Clay, the, so much of this it feels like it's it's about frustration and shaking up the system more than it is a specific plan or even a specific gripe. It actually feels like a a Trumpian uh, impulse or perhaps a Trumpian shockwave, right? What was 2016? So many people were saying that they wanted Donald Trump because he was effectively an extended solitary finger in the gesture of the other side. Right. Yeah. He was telling them he was a middle he, finger to Democrats. Yeah. There you yeah. go. And and that was particularly uh, a, appealing to people who had suffered under Democrat rule for eight years and who also felt like Republicans at key junctures would just sort of like, you know, fall apart or just bail or, or would, would make a deal with the other side. I I understand that with Trump, that was one thing Congress, though, you know, to break the system, you still need the system. Or, or rather, you can break the system, but you're just going to have to rebuild it. So so the specifics of what comes next matters a whole lot. I think that, uh, you know, remember when we had the, the whole conversation about the speaker's fight initially, we're saying, oh, my gosh, everyone's like, what's going to happen? And we said, they're going to find a speaker, and it's going to be fine. Yes. You know, this isn't this isn't the end of the world. And I think we're in a very similar position right now. Um I, I do have my moments, though, of of what exactly uh, is hoping to be achieved. What are they hoping to achieve with this? You know, I have I have moments where I look at that and I say something is a little missing with that. I just have said anger isn't a strategy. I understand anger. I think every American should be angry at the direction of the country right now. But it needs to be followed up by a strategy. And I would just point out, we have Stephen Miller on the program all the time, Buck. He's going to be on tomorrow. Stephen Miller is probably the guy who is most responsible for Trump's successful border strategy. I love how he is unapologetic about what he believes when it comes to the lack of security at our southern border. He just said, look, Republicans aren't a functional party if eight members can join the Democrats to oust the Speaker. Listen to Cut 12. 
Eight Republicans and all Democrats ejected the Speaker of the House. So look, Kevin's a friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. But whether you like Kevin, whether you hate Kevin, wherever you fall on Kevin, the reality is that the Republican Party cannot exist as a functional party if just eight members at any point in time can join with all Democrats to eject a speaker. You know what? You can inject Kevin and you can replace him with someone else and then someone else and then someone else and then someone else. Here's what I don't hear. I don't hear a plan. I do not hear a proposal. I do not hear a vision to shut down our open border and to stop the Department of Justice from putting innocent Americans in jail for life. I think that's a very valid point that he makes. Again, anger is not a strategy. The southern border, all the failures of Biden. And then I wanted to play our friendship Roy Buck and Matt Gates. It sounds like they, they're ready for a throwdown uh, inside of the Republican Party. Get your popcorn. Listen to this. You want to come at me and call me a rhino? You can kiss my ass. Look, I've spent a lifetime fighting for limited government conservatism. I have laid it all on the line. I've not seen my family for two days in the last 30 days. You go around talking your big game and you thumping your chest on Twitter? Yeah, come to my office and come out of a debate, mother. You know why? Because I'm standing up for this country every single day. And I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to go to a nunnery. Because, damn it, there are people who are buried over in Normandy who deserve us to stand up for what they fought for. So that's what I'm going to do. And all of you f***ers out there who are out there saying what you're saying out on social media, you stick it. I'm going to go down to the floor and do my job, and I'm going to stand up for the people who fought for this country. And I'm going to do it the way I think is right for the people that I represent. Chip Roy. I, so, first of all, I know Chip well. Um, I love Chip. Um, uh, he is a, uh, he is a, I think, a patriot. I think there are lots of people on a variety of different perspectives here that are patriots. But I think, Buck, what he is uh, referencing is there is a huge obsession right now. And you may have seen it way more than I have because you've been doing this for longer. There is like a purity test for Republicans and what you believe in. Do Democrats go around calling other Democrats dinos? Like, I, I maybe they do. I'm not familiar with it ever happening. There is an obsession with calling anyone who disagrees with you about who the uh, nominee should be in the in the Republican uh, presidential race, about who the speaker should be. Like, it is an obsession to call somebody a rhino. Um, and I think it's gone to a level that, frankly, I've never seen before. Chip Roy is super conservative. You can disagree with him on a lot of different perspectives. The idea that he's a fake conservative is pure balderdash. I mean, well, it's crazy. Is- this is why, you know, when, when Newt takes that stand that I see people saying that, that he's a rhino as well, I, I do have to step back and wonder for a moment, um, what is, what are the qualifications for rhinodom? Like what, yeah. what now makes you, um, a Republican in name only in the context of, of this current debate and, and discussion? I, I don't seem to get a lot, a lot of clarity on that, and I think it has increasingly become a term that's used for people that it's just it just does not apply to, right? I yes. mean, there are people. I mean, if you want to talk about you know rhinos, and now there actually are people. You know, someone will say like a Susan Collins, for example, but you know, she's in a state where it's tough. So you, that's you get why the best. that's why I think it's important. Like, in order to be elected in some states, you can't be a hard right conservative. That's like, right. People understand that, right? In some districts as well. So you know, I I view this as um, it's it's good sometimes to have a little rough housing going on here. It's good for people 
to you know shove uh, shove leadership around and and even each other around in the Congress and try to figure out um, how things are are supposed to be going forward because we're not really in the thick of the of the election yet. And I think there's a lot of frustration over spending. What are we at? Thirty-three trillion dollars, right? Yes, now? right. Thirty-three trillion. It's like a hundred billion dollars, I think, every month plus buck that we add to. I think it may be more, maybe like a hundred billion a week. I mean, that basically we're adding to the national debt every single uh, week and month. So, you know, you look at this and you say, well, what exactly can we do? And there are limitations. There are limitations like uh, we have Joe Biden as president. And people are saying, well, what did Kevin McCarthy do? Well, he's in a divided. And I know I'm going to get heat. People are going to say, oh, you're standing up for McCarthy. I'm just trying to lay out all the different points and, and angles here, right? I'm just trying to have a discussion about what all the calculations were that went into this. Uh, McCarthy's got a divided Congress. Um, he's got... Senate, uh, he's got the Democrats able to block anything they want in the Senate. You've got a Joe Biden veto pen waiting for you. Uh, does this current disruption, and maybe it'd be great if we gave Jim Jordan on this, does it in any way, uh, throw off some of the investigations and the oversight stuff that's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, totally. that's really, you know, that's where you could start to have some problems from this because oversight, the House Oversight Committee, is really the reason that Hunter Biden has been on the hot seat the way that he has. We've been following that here very closely. So that's, uh, you know, an, another component to take into, and to take into account. And destruction also is not a strategy. There, it's very, people love the idea of, oh, I'm just going to tear that down. Okay. Well, you tear that down. You have to build something to replace it with. And that's why I think, again, anger and destruction, they are emotional responses to many people out there that are frustrated about the direction of our country. But just tearing something down without a plan of how you're going to replace it is not going to make things better. And whomever the new speaker is, I would like to hear why are they going to be better. Again, I come back to the analogy Usually football coaches get fired because their teams don't win enough. But it's very rare that the coach that immediately replaces a fired coach is going to be a lot better because the team doesn't change, right? The interim coach doesn't usually come in after somebody gets fired and suddenly re uh, rehabilitate the entire team. Occasionally it happens. But most of the time, the team stays about the same because the players aren't changing. Well, the players aren't changing inside the House of Representatives. There isn't going to be miraculously a margin of greater than five for whomever the new speaker is. And to what is being spoken about here, if all it takes is basically five Republicans to fire the speaker, why would you want this job? And why would you think that you're going to be able to maintain it all the way through the next election cycle? Now, the reality may be, Buck, that basically by June of next year, Congress is going to be done and they're going to go back home and they're going to be campaigning. So really what we're talking about is a speaker for the next six or eight months. There's not a long tenure here. And then we'll see who wins control of the house in 2024. Um, and whether or not that speaker then would continue. But my concern is you had Hunter Biden on his back foot. You had the Biden administration, I think wobbly from all the investigations that are going on. 
you're prosecuting the case against Joe Biden for having what I think is the worst presidency of any of our lives. And suddenly in a record scratch moment, it turns back to the Republican Party is incompetent. They can't even pick a leader. And that's going to be the narrative for the next week. And so that concerns me because it takes the pressure off of Biden and squarely puts it back on the Republican Party. And then he can point to it and say they're incompetent whenever we try to impeach him, which is going to be one of their arguments. If you had to pick timing for this, though, I would say you know, right now it's good this isn't happening in March of 2024 or even worse. We agree. That's true. But I think this will largely be uh, solved and forgotten here. What what do you all think? I actually want to. I just threw a y'all in there. I didn't even mean to. Look at that, Clay. I've been hanging out with Clay enough. Well, you moved to Miami. That's that's basically New York on the on the southern climate. But maybe maybe there's a few people down there, Southerners. Your your wife certainly certainly yeah, a well, Southerner. Maybe impacting you she's too. She's a Floridian. She's a Floridian. Yeah. So uh, I, I want to hear what what the, the the folks in the audience in this uh, the listeners rather in this audience think about this situation of the uh, the leadership fight. I, I feel like we're getting a lot of people coming in on both sides. Uh, so light us up, 800-282-2882. Who needs a new source of stamina and energy more? Certain members of our House of Representatives in Washington, D.C., or the committed, determined members of our Border Patrol who are overwhelmed these days? It's an easy decision for me. I'd honor members of our Border Patrol with a subscription to Chalk's Vitality Stack. This is a specially formulated set of supplements helping Americans achieve more every day by having more energy and stamina. Their male vitality stack includes a leading ingredient that increases testosterone levels by 20% in just three months' time. That's where energy is in a guy's body often. It comes from that testosterone reservoir. For women, there's the female vitality stack from Chalk. The natural ingredients in that formulation provide a healthier hormone balance. You, too, can benefit from Chalk. Get yourself set up with a subscription. Go online to Chalk.com, spelled C-H-O-Q.com. You can save 35% off on the subscription you choose for life. Use my name, Buck, as you make your purchase. That's chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use my name, Buck, for 35% off. Need a break from politics? A little comedy to counter the craziness? So do we. The Sunday Hang. A weekend podcast to lighten things up a bit. Find it in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. 
You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back. Lines lit. Let's get to it. Um, Kevin in Pennsylvania. Some thoughts on the speaker fight. What's going on, Kevin? Yeah, um, thanks for having me on, but uh, I'm ecstatic about it, to be honest with you, they got rid of McCarthy. You know, we can't continue with the status quo. You know, they say, oh, we reduced deficit, deficit spending by 20%. Well, that means that uh, deficit spending would have been $2.4 trillion instead of $2 trillion. We're still adding $2 trillion deficit every year. We can't continue this way. We, we agree, but so, again, anger's not a strategy. So when Republicans only have control of the House and don't control the Senate or the White House, a budget has to be passed at some point in time. What could the House do, no matter who the Speaker is, that they haven't done? Well, here's the thing. Democrats do it. They shut the government down. They did it whenever Trump was in. They stand their ground and they say, no, enough is enough. And they get their budget through. You know? And that's the problem. We don't the, stand the, our the problem. The problem is Trump added seven trillion dollars to the de- the deficit, so it's hard for Republicans to argue that they are the party that cuts the deficit when the reality is, because of COVID, Republicans and Democrats spent money like drunken sailors. I wish that we hadn't, but that's the problem with the argument. Again, being angry is I understand anger. But you have to have a strategy that follows it. And so far, I haven't heard from anyone, oh, if we had had a different speaker, the result would have been better. So I'm open to that being the case. Buck, have you heard like an argument of, hey, I thought the deal that McCarthy got was actually pretty good, the one, the last one that he did. I haven't heard. It's not like he can say, hey, we're going to spend $8 trillion less, and that's somehow going to pass. So, again, you have to live in the world of reality, not the world of make-believe. Ron in Cincinnati. Ron, what have you got for us? 
first off, um, I was rooting for Gates back in January. And um, McCarthy really is the uniparty. And I think you've got a large portion of the electorate who feels like the uniparty is the big problem. You guys said earlier that uh, Trump's 16 win was the giant middle finger uh, uh, from everybody outside of Washington, and I agree with that. And you're talking about Newt Gingrich saying that this 4% are treasonous, and I'd I'd, uh, argue that uh, these guys are courageous. I give an example of Andy Biggs. Um, He's got a lot more tax and gates, and he's not nearly the lightning rod, but he's a principled guy, and he's He's in that group, and I would say that, you know, that would be a worthy debate to have. Uh, Jim Jordan's ability to show his, show and express his outrage, his genuine outrage, um, will instill confidence, uh, in the angry portion of the electorate. So I'm hoping you guys will, uh, see that as a strategy, showing our outrage. And Jim Jordan, I think, can get things done too. I would pick Jim Jordan. I, yeah, I said that. Start I, I wanted Jim Jordan the first time around, just yeah. to be clear. I, I thought Jim would have been, would have been the guy to go to. But my point on this is Jim is not miraculously going to have a different set of players than Kevin McCarthy did, and you're constrained when you don't have the White House or the Senate by how much you can negotiate and get. That's the challenge. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 